Hi, I'm Scott Walker, and welcome to another episode of Freedom Fighters. When I was a scout, we were taught to leave our campsite cleaner than when we found it. That's why I believe in true conservation. We should take care of our planet, but we must use logic and facts, not hysteria. On April 22, 1970, Harvard biologist and Nobel laureate, Dr. George Wald said, civilization will end within 15 or 30 years unless immediate action is taken against problems facing mankind. He said that more than half a century ago. These days, we see more of the same hysteria. Politicians who fly in private jets to receive environmental awards, but tell the rest of us to consider a world without planes. Movie stars advocating that we ditch our vehicles when their idea of mass transit, well, is a stretch limo. Activists that say America must cripple our economy while posting memes on their iPhones made in China. And speaking of the new evil empire, John Kerry just announced that they are committed to cooperating on climate change. Well, did China also promise to stop stealing American products? Did they promise to end the detention camps for religious minorities? Did they promise to get rid of the islands they built in the sea in the South China Sea? Let's be clear. No one should ever believe the shallow promises of the Chinese Communist Party. A year ago, reported power engineering claimed that China would add new coal-fired capacity that is more than 10% higher than the entire existing coal-fired generation fleet in America. You see, betting on cooperation with China based on their track record, well, is a really bad idea. Instead of pushing policies that will cost us jobs, there are things we can do to continue to be good stewards of our planet. For example, we could plant more trees. Through photosynthesis, leaves put in, pull in carbon dioxide and water and use the energy of the sun to convert this into chemical compounds, such as sugars that feed the tree. As the U.S. Department of Agriculture tells us, a byproduct of that chemical reaction is oxygen. Oxygen is produced and released by the tree. One large tree can provide a day's supply of oxygen for up to four people. Another good suggestion is using more nuclear energy. See, unlike fossil fuel fire plants, nuclear reactors do not produce air pollution or carbon dioxide while operating. Plus, nuclear power plants already generate nearly 20% of the electricity in the United States, and they operate over 90% of the time versus hydroelectric systems, wind turbines, or solar. Or we could just conserve energy. One of the best ways to be green is to make green or save green. In other words, if you can make money or save money, it truly is sustainable, both economically as well as environmentally. Unfortunately, many radicals seem to have a larger agenda than just conserving our natural resources. Remember AOC's chief of staff when she exposed the fraud, when she said, when she was caught saying that the interesting thing about the Green New Deal is that it wasn't originally a climate thing at all. She went on to say, remember back to the governor of Washington state at the time, do you guys think it is a climate thing? Because we really think of it as a, how do you change the entire economy thing? In a weird sort of way, AOC's chief of staff did more to expose the hypocrisy of the Green New Deal than anyone on the right. And speaking of hypocrisy, around the time Al Gore won an Oscar for best documentary feature, the Associated Press reported that Mr. Gore's mansion in Nashville used more than 12 times the average amount of energy for a home in that area. That was his own inconvenient truth. 
decade later, and Al Gore was still a hypocrite. He told Jake Tapper on CNN, I live in a carbon-free lifestyle to the maximum extent possible. Well, an analysis by the National Center for Public Policy Research at the time found that Gore's mansion used more electricity in one month than the average family uses in 34 months. It also noted that just the electricity used to heat the pool could power six homes for an entire year. All of this after he installed new green updates. Ironically, the report says that Gore's home used more electricity in 2016 than it did years before in 2007. Gore's claim to live in a carbon-free lifestyle to the maximum extent possible really comes from purchasing carbon offsets for the carbon dioxide related to his home. The report says that he pays $432 a month into a green power switch program that helps fund renewable energy projects. Well, let's think about this. Carbon offsets are really a way for rich liberals to claim that they're helping fight climate change without actually changing their lifestyle. It's the modern day selling of indulgences. The elite can pay the high church of high climate change activism for the benefit of being forgiven for their sins of having a large carbon footprint, while the masses, the masses have to change their lifestyles, all while still getting stuck with the bill. On December 14, 2009, Al Gore said, these figures are fresh. Some of the models suggest that there's a 75% chance that the entire nuclear, excuse me, entire North Polar ice cap during the summer months could be completely ice-free within five to seven years. Remember, that was in 2009 he said this, but it didn't happen. In 2014 and again in 2015, there were more Arctic sea ice than in the previous years. Gore was just flat out wrong, as wrong as he is a hypocrite, which is a good reminder. A good reminder that conservation based on logic and facts is good, while radical environmentalism based on hysteria, well, it is not. I'm Scott Walker. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, keep fighting for freedom.